0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to a Prisoner's Pardon podcast, a weekly podcast designed to help you put aside any doubts to the realness of spiritual prisons. As always, what these prisons look like and their dynamics will be the topic with the end goal to help anyone escape using the insight that will be brought to you here. Michi J will be your host, and she's the author of the book of Prisoner's Pardon, which this podcast is an outgrowth of. Please be advised, this show will be only giving an account of personal experiences and testimonies. Each individual is different and in no way advising how to specifically address a particular person's situation. We ask that you always seek the advice of a pastor and or other authority for assistance. Now, let's jump into today's episode.
1: Good morning, everyone, and welcome to A Prisoner's Pardon with me, Meety J. I I just wanted to say that we will have a great show today because what we're going to be talking about surprise surprise is an excerpt of my upcoming book it's um actually due out this fall it is hey a prisoner's pardon and this is a uh, outgrowth the podcast here is an outgrowth of that book um a friend of mine who was listening to the podcast hi Noel, this is For you, Um, he wanted to actually see or hear some excerpts of the book. And I wanted to do that. The book is actually inspired by my twin brother. When we were growing up and also actually until today as well, he's been going in and out of prison um, again since we've been pretty young. And this has always been a burden of mine so This is why I started writing this book and I have since then started this podcast, but let me tell you about the book. It's, I'm looking at, um, the three institutions, Christ made, well, God made, and that was the home, the church, and also the government. And the proper order is the home, the government, and then the church. I start there with the book because this is where it all began, is the breakdown of the relationships and the institutions there. Um, in charge of the home, it's the father. In charge of the government, it's God. And in charge of the church, it is Jesus Christ. Um, all of these institutions has bro- have broken down because uh, most of the time we do not see the father in the home we don't see God in government because they're they're splitting they're separating everything out and we see this every day And the church is well um, a lot of times we don't have Jesus there as well I'm sorry to say and this is where the breakdown has started from and I start the book out with talking about this and one thing I point out for us with scripture, it comes from Mark 3, 27. No man can enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods, except he will first buy the strong man and then he will spoil his house. And then I lead into 1 Samuel 33, because, you know, you think about how spoiling the house, what actually does that mean? One thing is I found about scripture it really, um, defines itself and I believe this is where the spoil house come from again it's from 1st Samuel 33 and when David and his men came to the city they found it burned with fire and their wives and sons and daughters taken captive their wives now sons and daughters taken captive now in any war in which we are in a war a spiritual war what I've mentioned time and time again um you you have captives the enemy takes captives and right here in scripture it says and their wives and sons and daughters taken captive and that's actually what we're seeing here today again i'm giving you an excerpt of the the book "A prisoner's pardon within the first section of which is called the burden and the first sort of um, the first chapter i call fairy tales And again, this is talking about the home and where there is no father. Again, fairy tales. Hey, Mom, tell me another story. Tell me another story about when Dad was home and was supposed to be watching us. As I held the phone closer to my ear, I doodled with my pen on the paper in front of me. Sensing in my darkening kitchen as evening approached. I let my mom's words project the images in front of me of what it once was like at home. These stories of when dad was home was something I loved to hear. The reason is because it sounded just like a fairy tale. Fathers didn't stay home. This is what I always thought and seen. But even though I thought this way, <clears throat> there was still a small, faint voice telling me that this wasn't true. I wanted to believe in these fairy tales. I must admit, it was easier for me to believe in Santa Claus than it was to believe in a father and trust me. Believing in Santa Claus is hard for a child growing up within the inner city of Chicago. Who believed that some fat unknown guy would show up at your house in the hood and bring presents? Shoot, your own father wasn't doing that. Also, Santa wouldn't be coming down no chimney because there were no natural fireplaces where I lived. The closest fireplace i seen in the hood was when a group of old neighborhood drunks would burn sticks and debris in a garbage can in an empty vacant lot. So with chimneys not happening here, Santa would have had to come in another way. Santa would have had to break in, actually. Yep and that would have been the end of old santa claus the west side of chicago in my opinion in the 80s didn't have much to be proud of even though not having much the residents there were a proud bunch and we actually created a bond it was a bond there that no one could break we were a sort of dysfunctional family if x where we're from, we just say loudly and proudly, What's so?" I still say it now. I can't help but think of how games operate. Isn't this what games sort of look like and do? A bunch of vagabonds coming together and making a makeshift family, trying to replicate the real one but never could. Understanding the need but trying to do it one's own way, perhaps this is why if you tried to leave these so-called gangs, they would kill you. They expect the absolute faithfulness, a faithfulness they actually desire within their own true family. As I continued scribbling on the paper, Mom said, your dad was something else. Every time I went to the store and left you and your brother with him, he went to sleep. How old were we, Mom? Well, you two were no older than about two or three. Even at two, you two got into more trouble. I told him to watch you both while I was gone. Well, he didn't. Listen, because when I got back home, I found you two under the bed he was sleeping in. Somehow, you two had gotten into the Crisco oil and was covered in it and pillow feathers. Laughing along with her, I said, oh, my goodness, that was something to see, I bet. Yep, laughingly, Mom replied. A friend of mine told me I should have taken pictures. Yeah, I would have loved to have seen that, Mom. But I realized that around that time, there weren't cell phones with cameras. Catching a moment like that now in 2021 would be easy. And their picture would have gone viral, too, I bet. Yeah. There was another time, too, when I left you and your brother with your dad. I stopped doodling and snapped back, what? You mean there was another incident? Yeah, girl. I thought there was only one mom. No, it was two, she said. It's amazing to me how each time my mom and I talked about this, I would find out something new. A little detail here and there. But this time, it was a entirely new event i was excited though to hear another story from mom without having to ask her i wish i could remember more instead of being dependent on these stories she didn't like to talk about dad very much i'm not sure why but it could be because once they had separated and then divorced he remarried rather quickly well this time you two were again covered in crisco oil My mom said, and I'm thinking like to myself, what is it with this Crisco oil? Again, your dad was sleeping and you and your brother were under the bed. This time though, you two had newspaper and was trying to light it using matches. No way, I said, we shot. How we get matches? How did we get matches? Laughingly, she said, your dad was a smoker. So had matches laying around. I imagine one of you just took the ones he put down when he went to sleep. I came into the room where your dad was sleeping and I just heard this scratching sound, scratch, scratch. And sure enough, I looked under the bed and there you two were. I took the matches from you two and then I woke up your dad and told him, you're going to lift your eyes up in hell one day if you do not start watching your kids. Well, that's the end of the excerpt from the book, The Prisoner's Pardon. Again, that book will be out this fall. I am setting up a list for people who do want to sign up to buy the book. I really appreciate if you do sign up. That'll help me and the podcast so much with your support of this outcoming book. Again, it's I'm looking at some details now of what's happening in Wisconsin, and I'll actually be talking about it in my my next episode. Um, they were looking at some prison reforms, so looking at the answers and some of the uh, comments that I'm hearing here uh, about DOC Secretary Kevin A. Carr. And this new program they have out here. I'm not, again, it really disheartens me. And it really, um, just really shows me the urgency of finishing this book. Because um, living with my brother and, and my husband, and uh, my, a lot of my relatives going in and out of jail. Is, is I'm looking at what they're talking about and it's totally just not true. And... I'm really concerned about it, and that's why I want to get this out, because we do we do need to do something, but it's not these programs, it's a pardon. The pardon is Jesus Christ dying on the cross, and people getting regenerated from the inside out. Programs are only working from the outside, and it's it's an inside job, we need a heart change, We all had to go through that when we (laughs) made sense of what was trying to make sense of what was going on. Well, that's the end of today's broadcast. I really, really thank you for listening and also listening to an excerpt of my upcoming book, I should say. Again, you all have a blessed day. Enjoy.
0: Thank you for listening to a Prisoner's Pardon Podcast with Mishi J. We pray that you've been blessed by today's episode. We ask that you please rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. Don't wait. Subscribe now so you'll be automatically notified when a new show is aired. Because it very well may have been the show that gives you the answers you've been searching for. Now, if you suspect you're in a spiritual prison, Mishi J has provided a questionnaire on how to tell if you're in one. Free of charge, she's providing this to our listeners. Just go to the episode show notes and download this valuable resource. Now, until our next inspiring show, God bless.